And welcome to the June 9th, 2006 edition of the old Relevant Podcast, the audio companion to Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com. I'm Cameron Strang, and here with me is the editorial battalion. <laughs> oh, wow. Here's Kara Davis. Hello. Uh, Tyler Clark. Battalion. And Jesse Carey. Hello there. Uh, as usual, today we will give you your news that matters, your entertainment releases. Uh, we have a special performance by Sleeping at Last. Yeah. And, Yay. and your feedback uh, to the question, what's your most embarrassing story? You won't want to miss that. Up first, the entertainment releases coming out in theaters today, uh, June 9th. That would be the Friday, June 9th, is Cars, starring a bunch of uh, Pixels. <laughs> and what? and voices and the voice talents of, of Owen Wilson, Wilson, Bunny Hunt, Paul Newman, and Larry the Cable Guy, and he's, the car talk the guys. Truck. Oh, they really? Are. They're click on and clack, yes. click and clack. Hmm. What do they do? Brothers. Are they the narrators of the NASCAR race or something, or the broadcasters? Not sure. That's funny because there's another NPR movie coming out, Prairie Home Companion. Yeah, yeah. that's NPR doing it. What? Well, no, no but it's an NPR show. That's true. Yes. I don't. I don't think Cars is really an NPR movie. Well, well, well <laughs> I mean, with, M- with NPR ties. <laughs> yeah, I mean. yeah, it's got speaking an NPR of, tie. I'm trying to bail you we're out, not, buddy. We're not in the speaking of segment yet. You know, yeah. you know how like every cheesy movie has like the 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 scene, like the the big game, you know, where the underdogs, you know, are right. going for the championship. Yeah. And there's always, for some reason, whether it's little league, high school, whatever, there's always a broadcast commentator. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. So we're flipping through the channels this weekend, and I'm and I, I land on MTV because there's some really cheesy easy um, movie about girls volleyball on and Maya was watching it and it comes to the big game and the broadcaster was T-Bone the rapper T-Bone no way absolutely and he goes and the team is biggity 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 back or whatever oh yes what show was this it was a a made for TV movie on MTV (laughs) it was was a movie it was called Rock Bottom (laughs) (laughs) the true the true story (laughs) you know how they have you know they play the hip hop music or whatever well of course I guess part of the deal was that they would play one of T-Bone songs so one Mm -hmm. of the background songs was a T-Bone song during the big game. That's unfortunate. Yeah. The fact everyone. that I know a T-Bone song wow. is unfortunate. Yeah. That you could rec- is that T-Bone? Heck yeah, I can recognize him. Do I grew up on Christian hip-hop in the early 90s. Well, because you kind of know that any song that talks about like kicking the devil in the butt or, or, <laughs> or popping the, car- the demons with the gat yeah. and all the stuff like what? He's the Carmen <laughs> of Christian hip-hop. That's actually, yeah, they both were involved with TBN. That's true. Good, good, good comparison. Thank you. All right, so Cars coming out. Um, also, Another NPR movie. Thanks, Jesse. A Prairie Home Companion <laughs> starring um, uh, Lisa, uh, Lindsay Lohan, Lily Tomlin, Meryl Streep, Woody Harrelson, Garrison Keillor, of course. Is Garrison Keillor in it? Yes, he is. This week on Lake Wobegon. <laughs> That's pretty good. Hey, I love Lisa I love, Garrison I love, Keillor. I love what stories from Lake Wobegon. There's nothing better on a road trip than a good Garrison Keillor yarn. 
Yeah. See, I'm not a big fan of what that are private eye segment or whatever. No. No, I really dumb. the only reason Lake I Wobegon. listen to Prairie Home Companion is and now for your news from Lake Wobegon. <laughs> huh. Okay, that was actually about the worst scares and fears. You did the best <laughs> and the worst. All in have the you world. ever seen? Have you ever seen him in real life? Well, not in real life, but on TV. No. I've seen him in real life. Really? He walked past me at a Nashville book fair. Did you see him at the Millennium Mall with Vince Vaughn? No, but <laughs> I would I would switch experiences with you if I could. No, no, one, no one has more of a face for radio. Thank you, Harrison Keeler. There's a reason why he does radio. Because Cheap shot. That was a cheap shot. He's got shot. a good voice. He was made in God's image. <laughs> I, I don't know. How there's not, there's nothing I can say. I'm just saying, is that official? <laughs> there's a like real punchline that comes after that, right? <laughs> there's nothing. I'm searching for it. <laughs> All right. And also coming out, well, it already came out on 666, oh, six, 2006. This yeah. The, uh, the Omen starring a bunch of B-level uh, actors and the devil. And a kid that looks like, that kid is the creepiest kid ever. He was He's, in another horror movie with um, Robert... De Niro. I feel bad for these kids in the horror movies because you hear about like the kids who are in poltergeist and stuff and how they grew up real screwed up because mm-hmm. of like I, I think it's because of the you know well, the, the stuff they were well, involved in. Well, poltergeist had just some weird stuff going like like a couple people died during the making of the movie and like there was just this weird poltergeist curse. Yeah, but like people got uh, hit by lightning during the making of the Passion of the Christ. Mm-hmm. What does that say? I'm scared. What what I happened to know, the girl? Man. What happened to the girl from the Exorcist? Exorcist. The yeah. exercising, the exerciser. <laughs> yeah. dude. Um, she is jacked up now. Uh, she's in great yeah. shape. <laughs> she is in the best she's shape of her ripped. life. Yeah, <laughs> rather ripped. Rather ripped. That's it. <laughs> Dang it. I tried to make a joke and I said it wrong. Um. Anyway, the omen. Okay, so that's it for theaters. Uh, you know, a date movie, a kids movie, and you know, if you want to worship Satan, there's two choices. <laughs> uh, speaking of, of of the omen, uh. Congratulations on everybody for uh, living through six six six. I really didn't know if we were gonna barely didn't know if we were gonna make it or not. But glad to be here for another week. I almost had the coolest thing happen to me on that day, but it happened the day before, so it's not as cool. My speedometer turned over to six 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 six, just two miles shy of, of getting home Monday night. Uh, wow, it's creepy. You felt the presence in the car with you. No, I, I wish I had a camera, though. Did you burn the car when you got home? <laughs> Douse it in holy water? <laughs> she put holy water in what the radiator. If stuck? What if it got stuck on all sixes? Would you be a little Ooh, creeped out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the wheel squeaking. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and coming out in stores on Tuesday, uh, albums releasing, we have Regina Spector, Begin to Hope, which is, uh, she's a great artist. Hot Chip, Better than Cold Chip. Another relevant TV. Another relevant... Who? Regina or Hot Chip? Both. Uh, Warning is the album. It's on Astral Works. Busta Rhymes. Another relevant TV artist. (laughs) 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 Joking. Uh, uh, Busta Rhymes with The Big Bang on Aftermath. Um, As he was shooting uh, the video for his first single on this album. Remember the shooting? His bodyguard was killed and stuff. Yep. And the investigation is ongoing and he refuses to talk to the police. Interesting. Mm. Future Heads, uh, the album's news and tributes on Vagrant. Uh, Waking Ashland, uh, the album's telescopes. That one's also playing on Relevant TV. Yes, it is. And Zayo, uh, the fear is what keeps us here on Ferret. Didn't Zayo used to be on Solid State? They used to be, but What happened? Anymore. There's got to be a story there. Let's there, figure it out. There is. Um, like, they kicked their drummer out, and he started a band called Gods, which is another hardcore band, but Zayo kind of fell apart at the same time. 
They're just not the band they used to be. Because of the drummer? Well, he was a founding member. He was kind of... Don't you think God's is a little... Um, sacrilegious? Odd? Yeah, not only sacrilegious, but it's also... Uh, how do you live up to that? <laughs> well, and here's the thing. Here's my, here's my qualm with God's. When we were at Cornerstone last year, we were trying to leave. We are trying to pack up our trailer. Their van double parked us for three hours. <laughs> so I have, I have a thing against God's. All right, well, that'll do it for entertainment releases. Up next, Slices. You're listening to Zion I. The song is So Tall. S-O-O-O. So tall. Uh, it's That's playing tall. right... Huh? That's tall. It is tall. It's not just tall. It's so tall. <laughs> the song's playing right now over on Relevant TV. Also, at the beginning of the podcast, you heard the featured video of the week, uh, Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's with Gold Lion. You can view them both and a bunch of other good music over at www.relevant.tv. The Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's video is hot. It's phenomenal. It's, it's probably one of my favorite videos we put up. Ever? Just from a video. Pers- you know what I'm saying? The aesthetics? Yeah. It's just a great video. Yeah, it's a really good lineup this week. Um, as it has been for about the last month, it's been really kind of bringing the hits. A lot more diversity lately. Yeah, a lot more diversity. A lot, lot, yeah, it's just been really good. Good viewing. Good listening, actually. We get a lot of emails that people uh, use it as their radio station at work, actually. They uh, maybe they can't sit there and watch videos, but they can listen to the they to the lineup. Out, yep. And and uh, we get, actually we got. I just noticed in the last few weeks, people saying, can, "Can you maybe do a radio stream of Relevant TV?" Because I get in a lot of trouble when my mm-hmm. boss comes up and there's videos playing on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> they think that I'm not working. We're like, well, where would they get that idea? <laughs> <laughs> that and the fact that I'm wearing house shoes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. What? <laughs> house shoes. Oh, house shoes. I didn't say half shoes. What the heck is a half shoe? <laughs> that means I'm not There's wearing I'm putting slackers. on my half shoe. <laughs> slackers wear them. That's what they are. Some slackers. call them clogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you dancing? Not working? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, with slices. Along here. With slices, here's uh, Kara Davis. <laughs> Wednesday, the Senate rejected a constitutional amendment to ban gay marriage. Supporters knew they, that they wouldn't achieve the two-thirds vote needed to approve the amendment, but they thought they would at least get the majority, and they didn't. They fell one short, 49 to 48. Whoa. That was close. Yeah. So where were the well, other needed, three people who didn't vote? Yeah, well, one of them was traveling with Bush, and then two actually changed their votes. There was a vote on this in 2004, and two of the Republicans that voted yes then have changed their votes to no. So, but um, White House spokesman Tony Snow says that Bush sees this issue in the long view. He said that the defeat does not mean that he is despondent or he gives up on it. He knows that it's going to be a long fight. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Well, the uh, Secret Service agents showed up to a headquarters of a of Great News Network Evangelism Ministry in Texas. That's a long name. Say that again. That is, Great News Network Evangelical Ministry. Anyway, Secret Service showed up because the the people there who who were running it had a great idea for gospel tracks that on one side would look like a million-dollar bill. 
and it, and it had funny sayings on it like "Thou shalt not steal" and "Apartment of Eternal Affairs." Wow! But on the other side, it was a gospel track that basically presented the the salvation and message in the sinner's prayer. But anyway, uh, the Secret Service didn't think it was so clever and took all of it. It was. Uh, it was. It around, looked that real. Yeah, I guess they don't really play around with counterfeiting, even if it's a bill that doesn't exist, and it has campy <laughs> little sayings on the front and has a the gospel That's on the ridiculous. back. That's ridiculous. I've seen things like that before, though. Yeah. Gospel tracks, better money. The reason they found out about it is because someone tried to deposit no, one, right? No, they didn't. Yeah, that's what I read today. <laughs> really? That's the reason they found out about it. Some lady tried to deposit it at the bank. Wow. But the the, the guy who who's in who's in charge of the ministry was really upset about it because it costs them a lot to print these things. Aww. So he said that they're going to continue. Not that to much? It's one color printing. I mean, no. It's a really bad have? idea. Uh, the they took like over eight thousand of them. Okay, seriously, they cost like two three hundred dollars. I don't know. All Their I know is the guy wasn't. A lot of money. The, the guy wasn't traveling happy. to China. Their their so. tickets are like ten grand. No, oh. see, they need all the money they can get. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the million dollar counterfeit. <laughs> hey, uh, Jesse, why don't you tell a little story about a a uh, what was it? A five dollar bill, ten dollar bill you found <laughs> a month ago or so. <laughs> okay, it was a twenty dollar bill, Tyler, <laughs> and I would I think any person in the right mind would have pulled over their car for it. Kara, I came into work the other day. And I was like, "Hey, guess what? I found this." And it, it, sure, it was it was less than half of a twenty dollar bill, but it was sitting right in the median, and I was at the stoplight, so I couldn't tell from my vantage point in the car that it wasn't a full twenty or what. How it could have been a hundred dollar bill. So I stopped the car, I put the hazards in the on, and ran traffic. out and got it. And they thought I was nuts for that. That's amazing. Um, the best part was it, because it was uh, missing all four corners, uh, he couldn't spend it. What did you ever do with it? Well, I, it, I, there was a carnival that weekend. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. It was actually right in front of the carnival. Surely the carnies will take it. So I, That's what so we thought. That we thought it was carny bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I thought if anyone will take it, it's these dirty carnies over here. <laughs> they they are made hey, in God's carnies image. Carnies are made in God's <laughs> 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 Not even the carnies. Would take. They were trying to like you know. I was walking there. Hey, with you could tithe with it. Kind of <laughs> part of your tithe. The church will take it. <laughs> yeah. When no one else will. <laughs> I know. That's I terrible. You could donate it to those missionaries who can't afford to three hundred dollar yeah. printing bill. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm really upset about what happened to your million dollar <laughs> track thing. Here, here's here's an unspendable five dollar bill. Twenty. Oh, oh, 20. Sorry. I just found the best photo ever online. I'm gonna put it up at duallikeroman.com, but it, it's a visual representation of how you should check a baby's diaper. Oh. Whoa. The right way to do it. The right way to do it. Where the wrong did that way come from? Where did her hand go? Yeah, you guys go over to duallikerealmen.com and you can check out um, the instructions on how to check a baby's okay, diaper. Okay, why we're looking at this. Okay, you know those big, you know those big plastic white buckets? You know what I'm talking about? You see them in people's garages. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. Okay. Have you ever noticed on the side of the bucket, <laughs> they have a picture of a baby sitting in the bucket with a line through it? Like, oh, don't put your baby in the bucket. I was like, is it really that much of a problem where the people are selling these buckets to? They're like, just getting bombarded with emails. Yeah. I put my baby in the bucket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Were they just thinking like, oh, great, a bucket. I'll carry my baby around in this. Like, Cheap does it, ways to. Yeah. Is it, does it happen? <laughs> does it 
happen enough to necessitate a small diagram on the side of the bucket that says don't put a baby in there. See, that's the unfortunate thing about all of these ridiculous uh, disclaimers or they're only on there because somebody's done it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Or there was some lawsuit somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now on every bucket, you have to have a sign that says don't put a baby in there. So thanks, stupid people, for screwing it up for the rest of us. Because... The, I don't want that bucket now that has a disclaimer in it. Screw you know, you know it's disturbing. It's just unnecessary. It makes them less aesthetically pleasing. So uh, CNN's reporting that uh, there's some odd-shaped mounds of dirt in Australia that have turned out to be fossils of what they say is the oldest life on Earth, created by billions of microbes more than three billion years ago. That's what scientists say. Wow. What is it? <laughs> uh, mounds. <laughs> so the first life form well they say that these mounds are the type of life that astrobiologists are looking for on Mars and elsewhere just kind of microbes that would eventually evolve into oh so it'll save Kara. us a, it'll save us a trip we don't have to go to Mars <laughs> yeah, now basically yeah sweet so I won't get into a creationism versus evolution debate or whether God created a mature earth or whether you know um, that's a whole was, can of worms was, we don't uh, want to open yeah intelligent design and worms. evolution after the big bang or whatever you know I uh, just thought it was interesting. I believe in the Big Bang. God said bang, and it was. Or what does that T-shirt say? <laughs> You're on fire today, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a joke that I would have heard on the Prairie Home Companion. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys haven't seen those T-shirts, Kilo. though? <laughs> Come on. What? Do you remember? Okay, last year when they came, or two years ago, every year, when they when our crew comes back from the festival tour, they always bring back like a just oh. a, a grip load mm-hmm. of bumper stickers. Yep. Um, <laughs> I've seen... What are some of those? I I, I feel I, I feel I, like some of them I can't say on here. Yeah, I can't say yeah. some of them. But these are legitimate Christian bumper stickers it, that they sell and it, give away at Christian music yeah, festivals. It, it's an elderly couple that come to these festivals every year, uh, especially at Cornerstone. They're there, and you can take any bumper sticker you want on the table for any donation. He just oh, he he, wa- nice. he just wants to give them away, and they're basically all yellow with black bold print saying hateful things. Like what? Um, my all-time favorite is something to the extent of, and you might want to brace yourself if there's y- young kids in the room, get them out. It says, uh, the anus is for number two, not disease-filled sex. Yeah, that's just an example. That's just, can you imagine just driving down the street? Hey! Hey! And they couldn't even make that rhyme? Yeah. Oh, no, they're not clever bumper stickers. No. They're like, I know, I don't play on my bumper sticker. They're not puns. They're just mean yeah you know? <laughs> have fun burning in hell if you don't love jesus like yes. it's stuff like that like what <laughs> why wow. do i want that that's amazing it's like as much as i hate like the corny you know puns and and like stuff that just kind of like parodies mainstream slogans or whatever i'd rather have that than these ones although you know? although the they have t-shirt vendors that do the the shirts that parody you know, you'll see like the PlayStation live in our world, you know, playing gods or what, you know, whatever. It says like PlayStation or something. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> well, you know, Coca Cola. And it looks, the, yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, the best one, the, my two favorites from all last summer was one Air Jesus, where he's in the silhouette like Michael Jordan, like wow. the airman, dunking a globe. Does what does that even have to do? Yeah, it, does, it, doesn't really, it doesn't really make any sense. Well, that's the tribulation. Okay, oh. <laughs> he's throwing the world into the apocalypse um, <laughs> on six six two thousand six. And then the other one is, of course, Mountain Dew. It, their their campaign slogan is uh, "Do the Dew," and they have a shirt that says "Do the Jew." 
No. That I found yep. offensive on no. like five different levels. Yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 There, there are so many reasons why that's offensive. Yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's kind of anti-Semitic. It's <laughs> it's kind of that's got a creepy. weird sexual yeah, connotation. It's kind of, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't even want to get sexual into mafia it. Thing to it. Very yeah. disturbing. But I bought the hoodie. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, karaoke is pretty big in Vietnam, apparently. So much. Well, so. Yeah. So much. Are so. you going there next? Yeah, yeah. That's where where my tour is taking me. <laughs> um, that uh, twenty-one uh, officials at the. Uh, at the state oil company or whatever, had to uh, <laughs> had to write what were basically uh, letters of apology for not singing karaoke at a uh, contract signing ceremony. Like they got in trouble with their boss for not singing karaoke. It's bizarre. I've decided that I want to work there. <laughs> Any place where karaoke is mandatory. Can I can I do one six 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 one real quick? That's pretty funny. Kara already quick. did her car one. Yeah, but this this one's good. <laughs> we have a quota. The, there's <laughs> a quota. Yeah, one one more six six six. Um, a woman um, who is having her baby. She apparently a huge fan of horror movies and loved the original Omen. Uh, she had her child on six 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 after six days of induced labor. He was born at six a.m. and weighed six pounds and six ounces. No. Shut up. She named the kid Damien. No, no yeah. I don't believe that. I, See, I have a slice right here about mothers that uh, have like delayed it. their births. J- that's the Daily Mirror from London. They make stuff up. That's like the <laughs> Weekly World News and stuff. Are you sure? No, I mean it is a tabloid, but. They're I don't not. It. It's it not. Says it's the best newspaper on the web. Okay. Well, they also had a story about a bat boy that they recently <laughs> discovered in an alien <laughs> ship or something. There I don't you know. go. Sasquatch running for president. I, don't know. I love the Sasquatch videos. <laughs> <laughs> Great segue. The uh, this week on uh, on slices, Jesse posted a couple of commercials uh, messing with Sasquatch and. If you haven't seen them, I'll put links up at duellikeroman.com so you can go check them out. They, they are laugh out loud. They I, are. I really laughed out loud. They are that. wonderful, wonderful pieces of cinema. Also, there's a thread on our message board that says, reasons why I love video power talk. <laughs> 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 and, and one of them... Um, uh, I, th- I thought R. Kelly's trapped in a closet was ridiculous on its own. This parody makes it look even worse. Um, <laughs> yeah. Quote, I want them to see my face. Oh, Lord, I need your grace. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> so if you have a reason why uh, you love Video Power Talk, you can go over to relmagazine.com and, uh, and contribute. If you haven't seen Video Power Talk, go, go over to duellikerealmen.com and uh, check it out. Apparently, we've gotten all these emails. Where'd y'all post it? I, apparently, I didn't say it clearly last week. So, dual like real men. And dual, by the way, is spelled D-U-E-L, not <laughs> D-U-A-L. And it's not realmenduel.com. <laughs> yeah, so I, I got an email. I can't find real men dual. <laughs> it's like, did you find you're an idiot.com? Anyway, so... Go check that out. I'm going to start posting uh, every week. I'm going to post all the random crap that we talk about on the podcast. I'm going to post it up at Duel Like Roman. So um, for the fourth straight year in a row, guess what car is the most stolen car? Honda Accord. Accord. Nope. Civic. Ford Explorer. Cadillac Escalade. Civic. Escalade is the most stolen car. (laughs) I was just glad to hear that it wasn't, you know, a... uh, 2000 Ford Contour. I thought those were going to be pretty hot, but I guess I, I guess I don't have to worry about mine. Uh, I, I had a friend who had a Dodge Spirit, 
which no, no bash in anyone who owns one. We call it the Holy Spirit. Hey, I, that was my first car. <laughs> well, okay, so you can appreciate this. He had it, and this was only a couple of years ago, and it, it, was, it, it had some miles on it. And he got it stolen in front of his townhouse twice. <laughs> wow. And they found it both times, parked downtown. I hear someone went joyriding in it. All right, that'll do it for Slices. Up next, a live performance by Sleeping at Last. You're listening to Sarah McLaughlin's World on Fire. Um, it's a little bit older song, but the video is such a unique and creative concept. We just had to run it on Relevant TV. She made the video for $30, but uh, the budget for the video was $150,000. And so the entire video is basically um, is shot with like a home video camera, just her on a bar stool. And, and then it would splice and they would tell you how they spent the $150,000 to help world poverty and how they built a well here for 1500 and they bought school supplies there for 10,000 and, and, and they tell you like 10,000 would have been spent on craft services or 15,000 would have been spent on a hairstylist, wow. but it went to these other things. It was so profound. It was mm-hmm. really cool. Wow. Yeah. It was really cool. So if you haven't seen it, go check that out and vote it in the top 10. Oh, it's number one right now. Hmm. I'm looking at it. Number one. When did that come out? Last year. Oh, it came okay. out last year and, um, you know, it blew us away then, but then, you know, when we came across the video again a few weeks ago, it's like, we've got to play this. So. That's super cool. Yeah. yeah. So a couple weeks ago, uh, Sleeping at Last came through uh, the Relevant Studios and were kind enough to record a performance uh, for us. They they did two songs, both of which are on their brand new album, which is called Keep No Score. It's an independent release. The band was on Interscope with their last album. They decided to go independent, kind of to clap your hands and say, yeah, route. And um, they're really excited about this new season. They're out touring this summer. Uh, hitting all the festivals. If you have a chance to see them, definitely see them. They're an incredible group of guys. Uh, great music. Uh, you won't want to miss it. And I just want to say they are literally the nicest rock stars I've ever met in yeah, my life. They're so humble. They're just so, they were so appreciative and, and they're a, an incredible band. Too. I mean, I hate saying this about other men, but they were just some of the sweetest people yeah, they and really some of the were. kindest people yeah. I've ever met. If you have a chance to support them and buy their CD, please do. Mm-hmm. It's great music, but you're supporting some wonderful people in the process. Both of their albums are, are really amazing. right on. Yeah. Yeah. So good. They're amazing. So here's that performance. Here's Sleeping at Last. Hi, we're Sleeping at Last. We're from Chicago and uh, we're going to play a couple songs from a new record we just uh, made a video called Keep No Score. And uh, this first song is called Needle and Thread.
This next song is called Keep No Score. It's the title track from our new record.
You're listening to Leland. The song is Sound of Melodies. It's a new band, a uh, Christian band coming out. Uh, the video is playing right now on Relevant TV. It's re- really, really good buzz around this band. Mm-hmm. They make some good music. You heard, I, this is one of the ones you were telling us about at GMA, right? Yeah, they were the band at GMA that everybody was talking about. Um, it, they uh, uh, they played a showcase there. And in the week up until then, like I hadn't really heard much about them. And then after they played, they were all that anybody was talking about. So. Last week, we asked you, uh, for the relevant question of the week, we asked you for your most embarrassing moment. And apparently, we have a lot of weird losers out there who have <laughs> done some very strange things in their life, because we got flooded with your stories. And uh, and now we will share with you some of your highlights. There are, there are many funny ones. This one caught my eye. It's from Jen from Brooklyn, New York. She said, when I was 15, we got a new youth pastor at my church, and our first youth group trip was at Six Flags over Georgia and Atlanta. On the way from this trip, we were late, so we were told to call our parents. There was a phone booth a few yards away from the gas station, so I began walking to it to call home. Since the phone booth was not near my group, I started farting as I walked several times, (laughs) sometimes very loudly. (laughs) 
<laughs> when I got to the phone booth, I turned around and realized my youth pastor's wife had been walking with me. <laughs> Thus, she, she had heard and smelled every fart. She refused to make eye contact with me, and I was so embarrassed. <laughs> wow. Thank you for uh, reading that person's name on the podcast. I just said great. Jen. I could say her name was Jen Heron. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <a> Daisy. <laughs> New embarrassing moment for you, Jen. <laughs> I have one from good old Joe Pyle. Um who said that when he was 14, uh, he was uh, hired to do some some corn detasseling. What? And, uh, <laughs> did, you know, they get a, a group of people to go out to tassel corn? We're not from uh, I guess I'm, yeah, oh, I'm the only one from word. the Midwest. Um, it's a fairly common thing to do in the summer. So he, uh, he said uh, he'd already worked this job for two or three days and watched Rambo First Blood Part 2 the night before the incident. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that after watching, after watching Rambo... He decided to dress the part. So the next day, he came dressed in camo pants, <laughs> a thin black bandana, <laughs> and a cut-off black shirt. Uh, so he arrived, and uh, he was there with, with a group of friends, but, but uh, he was put in a group without any of his friends. Aww. So he was... Uh, it started to rain, and he was... Yeah, yeah just looked like a weirdo, and he, he uh, was just you know, pretty mad. So... Um, he said, we all got to work. Walking up and down uh, the rows, I noticed pieces of tassel shooting uh, shooting by me very fast. One of them hit me, uh, and I went off on the guy next to me uh, before I realized that he was about four years older than me and 10 inches taller than me. Keep in mind, he's 14 at the time. Um, <coughs> and dressed like Rambo. <laughs> and dressed like Rambo. <laughs> uh, uh, he acted like he was in the WWF and danced around me uh, like he knew some sort of jujitsu crap uh, I'd never heard of. Uh, <clears throat> by now all of his older friends were over to watch the massacre uh i just walked up uh like a little wuss and said i don't want to fight i might get fired um the scene broke up with all of with all of them laughing at me and going back to work by the time i got back to the bus the whole crowd about 30 to 40 people adults included were chanting rambo rambo <laughs> wow. rambo <laughs> i love how he ends this yeah like. he says uh, i wanted to die I hate corn in Iowa. Don't buy e- uh, ethanol. Hmm. A lot of these were hi- like high school stories or things that happen in school. And I love the subject line on a lot of these. The subject line for this one is, that's not a fabric sheet. Senior year in high school, front row in full government class, sixth period. My arm starts to itch. I laugh because I'm pretty sure there's a dryer sheet in my sleeve. I reach into my sweater sleeve and pull out a pair of my mother's underwear. I hold it in my hands, frozen. Did anyone just see me pull out a pair of my mother's underwear from my sleeve? Yep. Laughter ensues. Me? Mortified. True story. This would have been funnier if it was a guy, but it was actually a girl, Amanda. I, I have a, I have another fart one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, was, I was in fourth grade, and I sat in the in front of this girl that I had a crush on in class. I was kind of shy, and she didn't know I had a crush on her. I was one of those shy kids who got good grades back then. One day, I was sitting in class at my desk, working on, a, on my assignment. It was a period just after recess. The classroom was quiet, and everyone was silently working on their handout. Just then, out of nowhere, I farted really loud. <laughs> it was so loud that the kids on the other side of the classroom heard it. It was abnormally loud for me. <laughs> at first... <laughs> Wow. At first, there was some commotion about who did it, but all the mystery was misspelled when I unwittingly and instinctively turned around, looked at the girl I had a crush on, and said, excuse me, 
and turn right back around. I'm not sure why I felt like I needed to address her so specifically. It all just happened so quickly. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I like it. I like it when he says it was abnormally loud for me. <laughs> Let's see. Um, this uh, Aaron Lindsay wrote in and said that his buddy, he and his buddy, had season tickets uh, to the National Predators, and they, you know how the arena put people people in the crowd up in the jumbotron so his buddy they they wanted to uh it was just their goal that season to get on the jumbotron before the end of the year and it was getting into the playoffs so they were desperate so during a first period of a packed out game against the red wings they suck he wrote the lights went down <laughs> and the spotlight uh, the spotlight started sweeping the arena and it got closer to us and then closer and then stopped right on us wow. we were in the front row of the nosebleeds we acted like fools screaming jumping <laughs> high-fiving we looked up at the jumbotron to see ourselves and noticed that we were right in the middle of this wedding style frame graphic saying will you marry me that's when the puck was dropped back on the ice and the Jumbotron switched back to the game. We turned around just in time to see a guy in a tuck stand up from where he had dropped to one knee and look at us like he was going to kill us. His girlfriend was crying and screaming, you ruined our production. Apparently, this couple had planned oh, to have their proposal filmed word. and recorded to take home, but they, all they filmed was him and Mike. The management <laughs> came over and apologized to the couple and upgraded them to a custom suite. They, oh, my word. They really should have warned us is what he said. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> 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 you ruined our production. I can identify with that. You're on the Jumbotron, you're going nuts. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. You know? It's a rare occurrence. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rush like none other. Yep. <laughs> except yeah. except when they do the, the, the little heart shape thing, yeah. it's the kiss cam. Yeah. And you're there with your buddy and they put the kiss cam yeah, on you. Like it's you're always the last one. It's, it's either like, two dudes in the crowd, like in or, the opposing or two of the players. Yeah. yeah. It's two if like if you're wearing an opposing team's jersey with your buddy, yeah. they'll put the heart cam on it. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one uh, is from Chris, Chris Well. Uh, he said that in his first year of marriage, he decided he wanted to do something romantic for his wife. So one night after he got off work, he prepared a bubble bath, sprinkled some uh, some roses uh, all over the bedroom, and uh, made a, a romantic CD uh, to play. All boys to men. Yeah, probably, you know. Maybe some Kenny G. Um, T-Bone. <laughs> so anyhow, so it was all ready. So then he heard his uh, heard his wife open the door, so he, uh, he turned on the CD and ran to the front door to greet her, and he'd actually put in the wrong CD, and it was a passion worship CD. <laughs> and he said it wasn't even like a slow worship song. It was a happy jump and shout song, he said. So yeah, uh, needless to say, the whole mood was ruined, and his wife ended up laughing at him instead. That's not embarrassing. Yeah. I know, but it was kind of... Worse than that happens in couples. I mean... What? what? <laughs> no, I'm saying like when couples are together, I mean, you do a lot more embarrassing stuff than that. But it was charming. It was a charming story. It was a feel-good moment. Yeah, I, I was I was hoping he'd slip or something. Here's another. I'm not really going to go through the whole thing, but a guy, he was uh, at his friend's house watching a movie and playing video games like any mature 25-year-old would do. <laughs> so this isn't a... Uh, this isn't a middle school, but they, he said his buddy didn't like to have... <gasps> didn't like to use AC... And so he's really, really hot. So he stripped down to his boxers. Whoa. And so he's sitting there playing, and some girls came over. And they just played it off like he wasn't in his boxers. So uh, Dave Smith wrote in. He said his most embarrassing moment happened back in high school, 10th grade. He says, I was dating this girl who had a pretty strict and intimidating father. So late one night after a date, we were saying goodnight at her front door. And by saying goodnight, I mean we were making out. <laughs> so after a few minutes of this, we stopped uh, to actually say goodnight. 
And then out of nowhere, her dad swings the door open, looks at him and says, well, would you like to come inside? To which I sheepishly reply, um, sure, sure. Why? And he says, because you've been ringing the doorbell for the last five minutes. Oh, he says, let's yeah. just say I had a hard time facing him after that. Oh, yeah. my <laughs> word. That is awesome. Yeah. That could probably be one of the, one of the breakup lines too. You know, like that was it. I'm done here. (laughs) So this one is is kind of straight out of a movie, Um, like uh, like Revenge of the Nerds. Um, yeah, that or Freaks and Geeks or uh, whatever you want. Freaks and Geeks in a movie? Well, TV show, whatever. Multimedia. Um, Yeah, it's right out of multimedia. This one's (laughs) right out of multimedia. Uh, so this this guy says, and he doesn't say how old he was at the time, but he was in Spanish class. 31. And um, <laughs> they were doing something or other, and he was wearing breakaway pants because he was apparently stuck in the 90s. Uh, and he said he... Uh, Wait, who wore breakaway pants in the 90s? I don't know. Who <laughs> <laughs> has got done with a, a basketball game or something? Yeah, and apparently who, in the 90s, he was stuck in the 80s. I don't know. Um, but uh, so he said he walked over to... Uh, to the trash can, which is where the door was to, uh, to throw away some stuff. And, uh, somebody proceeded to, uh, tear off the breakaway pants and shove him out into the hallway. <laughs> so he's out in the hallway with no pants on. Uh, at that same time, uh, his teacher happened to, uh, his Spanish teacher happened to walk right past him. And, uh, uh, she said, uh, instead of asking questions, she just grabbed him by the shoulder and marched him down to the dean's office, where he uh, received a healthy diet of repercussions and an entire week of detention. I, I can remember some pretty embarrassing things from high school that didn't necessarily, <laughs> didn't necessarily involve me that were really funny. That, that reminded me. Uh, I was just picturing my high school. I remember mm-hmm. one time, you, you know those foot clamps that, that you can clamp on in the weight room and you hang upside down and you do sit-ups? You want to have those in the yep. white room in high school? Mm-hmm. Well, one guy was on I there. I have one of those in my bedroom. Do you? No. No, I was going to say. <laughs> Do I look like I do? Batman. <laughs> so yeah, Bruce Wayne does. Um, but they're really hard to get in and out of. Like, you kind of <laughs> need help. The guy's in there, like, hanging upside down, like, showing off in the weight room. And all the guys in the weight room decide to leave and go to lunch. And so they cut off the lights, and he leave them in the dark weight room, hanging upside down, like a bat. Yeah, they came back like half hour later after lunch, and he's in there hanging by he one was foot. Dead. <laughs> How did he hang by one foot? He tried to get out. <laughs> what he was only, he gonna do if he, he, he fell into the floor? He only got one foot out. <laughs> So, moral of the story, don't show off in the weight room. <laughs> and this one time, like this kid, we had our, our desk in high school where it was all like the chair and desk were all one unit, you know, yeah. like connected. It's going to have a cage under there that you could tie. I mean, you could put tie. Your, well, <laughs> just wait. I, that you could put your books under. So this kid fell asleep. And somebody reached under and tied his shoelaces to the Aww. cage. And so the bell rang and he's still sleeping. And everyone's like, you know, getting up to leave class. And someone slams on his desk and he gets up real mad, grabs his stuff and just goes to storm out. But he's tied to the desk and chair and he eats it so hard. It makes this huge racket. It was pretty good. Pretty sure it's called like a basket, not a cage. <laughs> Book cage? <laughs> I don't know. Different terminology. Different region. <laughs> Just different region. Like soda, Vernacular. Coke, yeah. pop. 
Uh, Josh Baker wrote in and said, speaking of high school, during high school one afternoon, I saw one of my teammates after he had missed about two weeks of track practice, really messing up our routine and causing us to substitute runners for him after we had been practicing for months. I proceeded to ask him with an angry tone, dude, what's the deal? I haven't, I haven't heard a word from you in weeks and we've been missing you during relay practice. He replied, dude, my dad died. To which I responded with laughter while saying, whatever, man, it's such a lame excuse. You better be there tomorrow. He sheepishly walked away without responding and I shrugged it off thinking he was just so embarrassed about missing so many days he couldn't retaliate with anything other wow. and just walked off. The next day he found out his dad really died. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's that's just embarrassing. Yeah. That's like, man, I feel So the editorial question week is what is the absolute worst thing you've ever done to another human being? <laughs> that that would be the answer right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jesse's stories would also be I was going to say Jesse's got some good stories with those too, yeah. So maybe that should be the editorial question of the hey, week. What's the worst thing you've I done to somebody else? I was those. I was just observing. <laughs> so Whatever. He just walked in and saw a dude hanging by one foot upside down and laughed, shut the lights off and walked away. No, when, when the lights were shut off and everyone walked away, he was hanging by two feet. <laughs> it wasn't until we came back after lunch when he was up by one. <laughs> Uh, he was no it. David Blaine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, David. Blaine. He was a failure just like David Blaine. <laughs> wow. he, did, did he, he failed. He did? Yeah, he didn't he didn't make his last stunt. I forgot to say maybe this is purpose. mean, but I was really pleased when he didn't make it. Oh, so was I. I, I was know. glad he didn't even get close. I think he's just trying to mix it up, show that he's human. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do yeah, honestly, interested? seriously, he might he might be doing it to make people think that they're not illusions that it's really superhuman feats of strength mm-hmm. or whatever. So then when he does his next thing and he really pulls it off, but it's really a grand illusion. People think, no, it is real. Cause he didn't, he wasn't able to do the last one. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I don't want, I'm done with David Blaine. Yep. I mean, I wanted to, I wanted to start a blog about everything that's wrong with David Blaine. I like David Blaine back like five years ago when he was just doing tricks on the street yeah. to people. Yeah. No, now that it's, yeah. When he was turning tricks in the street. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was low. I don't know why I even went there. Sorry, I guys. I just lob him to you and you hit yep. him out of the bubble. <laughs> Set him up and knock him down. Fish in a barrel. All right, that'll do it for your feedback. Here's this week's editorial question of the week. Editorial question of the week. What's the worst thing you've done to another human being? Unless uh, it's... Illegal to the point where we have to report you to the to the yeah. authorities. Yeah, yeah. If if by <laughs> knowing this information we are obligated to report you, yeah, don't, we don't, don't we tell don't us. Any, like, uh, I, I killed a guy once. Uh, <laughs> does that count? No, we want things like you pulled the guy's breakaway pants off and pushed him out the hall. We want. Yeah. So so the this week was the people on the receiving end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next week is the people on the initiating end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so email us at editorial at relevantmagazine.com or feedback at relevantmagazine.com, whichever one you prefer. And uh, let us know how bad of a person you are. In relevant news, this week was a big week with Pocket Guide to the Bible releasing. Uh, We told you about it last week, but just want to remind you, head down to uh, Borders or somewhere and buy it. It's a a great little book. Check it out. Or you can go over to relevantstore.com and take advantage of a very creepy sale we have going on for the next two days. Um, uh, During its week of release, we are selling it for only $6.66. Nice. And uh, and then on uh, sale on Sunday, so Monday, it'll pop back up to $9.99, which is still two bucks off of the retail price. So either way, you're taking advantage of our generosity. Also, speaking of relevantstore.com, individual issues of Radiant are now for sale. Um, You've asked for it, and now you can buy uh, the premier issue of Radiant in bulk. Which will be worth many dollars one day. Yeah, that's true. 
actually we get a lot of requests for the first issue of relevant and it's long been sold out and uh so hey yeah collector's edition go go get you a copy of radiant and like we told you last week the new issues are at the printer and they will be shipping both relevant and radiant will be shipping probably next week sometime so i guess that's it for relevant news right Make sure to tune into the podcast next week. We got some heavy hitters for you. We have an exclusive performance by David Crowder, um, some songs on his new album coming out at the end of June called B Collision. Um, it's it's a follow up to last year's A Collision, and it was it's an amazing performance. So you won't want to miss that. We also have an interview with Joel Hunter, who's pastor of a large church and the author of an upcoming book called Right Wing Wrong Bird. Why the Tactics of the Religious Right Won't Fly with Most Conservative Christians. Uh, We're talking to uh, Joel about environmentalism and uh, kind of a new movement that he's um, a key figure in that's causing some waves in some of the more conservative Christian circles. It's a very interesting conversation. So that'll be next week. And that will do it for this week's edition of The Relevant Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Cameron Strang. Good night and good luck. I'm Jesse Carey. <laughs> I'm Tyler Clark. We'll see you next week. You take the bomb on me, baby. You take the bomb on me. But you turn me on, You take the bomb on me, baby. You take the bomb on me. Relevant Podcast. Anytime, anywhere. Oh, don't put your baby in the bucket.